0: You're listening to Linear Digressions. All right, so neural networks, that's what we're here to talk about? It is. Okay, what is a neural network?
1: Neural network is a machine learning algorithm that's based on the structure of the brain. Since the beginning of time, humans, of course, have been learning things, and we're very effective and flexible in our ability Mm -hmm. to learn. Yes. We also, to some extent, understand the way that our brains are set up. And so the idea behind a neural net is that if you can have a machine learning algorithm that reflects in the structure of the algorithm, the way that human brains learn things, that maybe this would be particularly effective.
0: Oh my God, that's brilliant. I love that. Okay, so we're talking about modeling neurons Mm -hmm. and the way neurons work fundamentally, right? That's right. Okay, so um, actually, maybe you can remind me because I, I was never great at biology.
1: I liked physics, but... Oh, same for me. Yeah, we are the blind leading the deaf here. Okay. So the rough idea of a neuron is that imagine you have you have a little ball, and that's your neuron. Okay, that's the neuron. And you have several paths in on one side. These are the inputs. And you have one or several paths out on the other side. That's your outputs. And so the idea is the inputs are collecting information from your eyes, your ears, your nervous system in general. And other
0: neurons probably, right?
1: Oh, yes, yes, of course, yeah, if they're sandwiched in the the middle of this network. So the the neuron collects information from its inputs. Mm -hmm. It makes some decision based on what it sees. And then it fires some signal out to the next layer, which is probably another neuron. So the output for one neuron is going to be the input for the next neuron in the network.
0: Okay, so generally neurons either fire or they don't fire, right? There's not really much of an in-between.
1: That's usually the assumption that's made in neural nets, although okay. there's different versions where sometimes people play around with having there be different types of outputs that you so, can get.
0: Okay, so let's just pretend that I'm a neuron. Okay. And I am trying to decide whether to go outside and bring a coat or not. Okay, okay. So, like, what would be my inputs in so that you, case?
1: Oh, so in that case, it would be the uh, the weather outside, probably. All right. So you'd have one input that corresponds to whether it's raining, one input that corresponds to if it's snowing, and one that corresponds to if it's cold.
0: Okay, so if it's cold, I probably will wear a jacket, but I, I might not. Sure. Yeah. If it's snowing, I am definitely going to wear a jacket. Uh huh. And if it's a light rain. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with getting a little bit wet.
1: Right, but if it's pouring, you are gonna wear a jacket.
0: Absolutely, okay. okay, so with these different inputs, I make a decision. Now the other thing is, if it's if it's not cold and raining, I'm unlikely to take a jacket. But if it's cold and raining, I'm much more likely to take a jacket. So it's kind of a combination of all of these inputs in somewhat of an additive way.
1: Yeah, that's, that's right. It has some threshold that it's looking for. It'll fire if it gets above that threshold. And the way that you hit that threshold is based on the inputs that you get and the weights that are assigned to each of the inputs. So each of the mm. inputs has a weight that's assigned to it. And when you do something like train a neural net, you're actually finding what those weights should be so that the you know the, it gives you good classification labels or whatever.
0: So for me, a light rain would probably have a very small weight because I don't really care. But snow would have a very strong weight because snow is very unpleasant if you don't have a jacket.
1: Yeah, so so snow would have a very heavy weight, and then rain might have a weight that's proportional to how much rain you're getting. So if you're oh. just getting a little bit of rain, then th- there's a light weight that's applied, and it's probably not going to trigger the neuron. But if it's a heavy rain, then that's reflected, and, and I you see wear your you jacket. Mean. Yeah.
0: All right, that makes some sense. Mm-hmm. So then when we're solving more complicated problems, how exactly do we set up these simulated neurons.
1: Usually in a neural net, there's a little bit of vocabulary that that I'll give you. There's an input layer, which is where you put in your raw features. So let's say it's doing something like image classification. This is where all the pixels of your picture go. Then there's a number of hidden layers. And so when the neurons start making their decisions, they, they take their inputs and they pass along an output. So then
0: the outputs of those neurons go into the inputs of the next neurons.
1: That's right. And you can have several layers in a row. Um, and then at the end of this whole chain, you have what's called the output layer for the whole system. And this is where you get your label out of what your picture is.
0: That's the result. Yes. All right. So you feed stuff in one side. It goes through all these different layers, hidden layers. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out the other side and you have your result. Yep. This is a picture of Katie. Yep. So what's going on in the hidden layers then? Is, is this humans deciding what goes on?
1: No. The neural net learns sort of the, the weights that determine the relationships between all these neurons. It determines those from training. So you don't have to go in and manually set those. It figures it out themselves.
0: Oh, I see. So you pass it a bunch of input. You tell it what the input should result in. Yeah. And then it figures out its internals all. On yeah,
1: its own. and that's and that whole process is a big algorithm in and of itself. So we're really glossing over some details here. Yeah. But yeah okay. Effectively, Sounds like yeah, it. that's what training is. So what happens is on the in the input layer, let's imagine again that we're doing image recognition. You have a bunch of pixels. Yes. The first hidden layer will look something like borders. So you'll have, let's imagine it's just grayscale images. You'll have a light next to a dark, so you have sort of the edge. So it can identify
0: things. where the uh, where the edges are.
1: It starts to figure out, yeah, what an edge is. The second hidden layer, it takes those edges and starts to build out of them slightly more complex patterns. So this is where you might get something like light, dark, light. It might start changing around orientations. You might get a checkerboard pattern, something that's a little bit more sophisticated. And then. The thing that's really cool, this is why I think they're so magical. Then after that, it starts to figure out what the features are that are relevant in a way that's really reminiscent of what humans think of as relevant features. If we have an example of object identification in an image, if you're trying to figure out whether this is a picture of a person or a horse, in some of the later hidden layers of the neural net, you'll start to see things like eyes and noses and horses' legs and tails and things like that that we think of as much more um, sophisticated features, but the neural net has figured them out all on its own.
0: That's kind of crazy. Now I want to see pictures of this. Okay,
1: I can do pictures. Uh, You're opening
0: your laptop. Oh my gosh. And here we are at the end of this crazy mathy, mathy PDF. And yeah, there are some faces.
1: Yeah, so they're showing us here the third and then the fourth hidden layer. They're trying to distinguish faces, cars, elephants, chairs, and motorbikes off from each other. So with the third hidden layer, there's things like eyes and noses, and chins. These are actually the things that we think of when you say, oh, does something is something a face? Well, if it has an eyeball, it probably is a face. And then on the fourth hidden layer, there's reconstructed whole faces that is figured out as a feature. And obviously, as soon as you look at one of these features, it's immediately apparent yeah, okay, whether this is a face or a car. So it's really cool to look at these. You realize that it is sort of organically figuring out what the most relevant things are when it has to make these decisions.
0: That is really cool. And it's all from trying to model the way we think. This is actually a two-parter episode because you told me there's something really cool coming. Oh,
1: I'm so excited. Yeah. All this right. is this is brand new. This thing we're going to talk about in the next episode is a particular application of neural nets that's been kind of a one of these holy grails of machine learning for a long time, something that's very difficult, but that neural nets have made a big advance in recently.
0: Linear Digressions is a podcast about data science and machine learning, produced and recorded in the studios of Udacity, a company dedicated to education. We've got some awesome courses made by people like Katie and me in data science and other tech fields. We should also remind you that all views expressed during this program were those of the speakers and not of Udacity.
1: This is a Creative Commons endeavor, which means you can share it any way you like. Just tell them we said hi. To find out more about this or any other episode of Linear Digressions, go to LinearDigressions.com. And if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes so other people get to listen to this content too. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time.